Hey, welcome to BFR University. In today's episode, I talk about programming, um, either using BFR in adjunct with high intensity training or using BFR as supplemental exercises um, after your high intensity training. So check it out. What's up guys? How's everything going? Today's Tuesday, April 17th. Looking at my hair, it's a mess. It's been a kind of crazy day. Um, yeah, welcome to BFR Tuesday, where I jump on and answer questions regarding BFR. So uh, if you have any questions, oh, my computer's a mess. If you have any questions, just drop them down into the message. And um, I'm gonna just put hello from Dallas. So feel free to drop anything in that uh, chat and um, I can answer any questions. And we'll probably go for about 10, 15 minutes today. Running a little behind. Hello from Georgetown. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining. All right. Give everybody a minute or so. And um, if you have any questions go ahead and drop it in the message gosh all right a couple updates while I'm waiting see if anybody has any questions um, just got something back from my editor so my book should be finished uh, by the end of this week and um, get it out to printing so anybody that's pre-purchased sorry for the delay still uh, just Finishing up, taking a lot longer than we expected with the formatting and all that that goes along with it. So it should be, I should be able to get things shipped out uh, by September 1st. And um, our live courses are getting much, much, much more uh, available. So um, smarttoolsplus.com. is the place to go for uh, that. You can look and see where live education is occurring. Uh, currently in the middle of level two online, I think I'm gonna do another series of this probably uh, virtually, probably about two months. And um, it's been going really, really well, talking about all things uh, performance-based BFR. All right, Paul asks, I don't have a, my smart cuffs yet. I'm anxious waiting delivery. If I wanted to start BFR without it, suggestions on what to use and how to be safe. Um, if you want to get started without it, um, I mean, you can use what's called practical BFR, which is when you use some sort of elastic um, tension, like um, like a knee wrap, like a uh, like an Olympic lifting or weightlifting knee wrap, um, and you do it to a pressure that's about seven out of 10 on your uh, kind of your discomfort scale. And that's about the right pressure. And then um, you can uh, you can use those until you get um, your smart cuffs in the mail. It shouldn't be much longer. If you, I don't know how long ago you ordered, but um, I'm pretty sure they are all being, they're getting caught up. They're having troubles with the chips, I believe. So um, getting all those orders out. But practical BFR uh, is very, uh, it's pretty prominent in the research. Um, but again, keep the keep the discomfort after you wrap it either here or on the upper upper leg 
uh, no higher than a seven out of 10 on your uh, discomfort scale. All right, I'm going to, since I don't have a lot of questions today, I'm going to uh, show something that I made for my class tonight. Yes, Paul, 30, 15, 15, 15, same protocol with a 30 second rest uh, in between each set. And then unwrap it between exercises and then go back to, uh, then re, um, reapply when you go to your second exercise. And then again for the third. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, I'm still on my laptop, can't find it. Um, Oh, here we go. Okay. All right, so I'm sharing right now um, a form and I'm going to open mine up so everybody can see. I'll start sharing my screen. Okay. So here's how you can start doing some programming uh, for when you incorporate BFR with high intensity training. So this isn't just BFR alone. Um, it's this BFR with high intensity training. And the reason we want to do that, if we can, if there's no contraindication or there's no limitation in your ability to lift heavier loads, is that we get better results when we combine BFR versus if we just do BFR alone for strength and hypertrophy. Um, if you can't do heavy loads, then BFR with low intensity is better than nothing for sure. And you still get very similar results as high intensity in a shorter period of time. So there's lots of benefits. Um, even if you can't do high-intensity training, that's the whole reason BFR is really phenomenal. But a lot of times we want to combine BFR and um, high-intensity training. So I made this little sheet today. So you can kind of split up your workouts, day, day A, day B, day C, day D. This might be uh, Monday. This might be Tuesday. Day off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This could be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Um, you can split those up the way that you like to, depending on your work schedule and everything else. But you can really lay out how you want to do your workout. So like 
first exercise on the lower body day, you're doing some sort of uh, squat motion. Um, could be a front squat, could be a back squat, could be an overhead squat, could be a sit to stand, could be a TRX squat, lots of different varieties. Hip hinge, um, symmetrical means I'm doing in both sides. Um, and so this could be a deadlift, this could be a um, good morning, this could be a kettlebell swing, this could be, this could be a variety of different motions. Then you're gonna do a squat pattern, single leg or asymmetrical. So um, you, could do, uh, you could do a single leg squat, that'd be very tough, but you could do like a single leg squat on a TRX, something like that. Now this is without BFR. Notice day A is lower body, but with no BFR. The next day you're gonna do BFR upper body. So we're alternating high intensity days with BFR days. So here you're doing a BFR um, push as a primary motion. So that could be like a bench press, that could be a uh, push up, modified push up. Um, and you're doing a strength protocol, which means you're using more weight, but you're using like 40% one rep max, um, but you're using uh, lower pressures like 40% in the upper extremity. Um, doing some sort of mobility or stability drill. This could be an isometric. This could be uh, banded mobility if you have limitations somewhere. It's anything you want. Then you're gonna do some sort of push motion. So again, this is a push. Here's another push. This could be shoulder to overhead, like with a, uh, with a barbell, like shoulder to overhead. This could, be, um, this could be a close grip tricep press, lots of different options. Then you're gonna do some sort of pulling motion, like a row, and then some sort of pulling motion, that's an auxiliary exercise. Um, did I spell auxiliary right? I hope so. Um, so some sort of pulling, so this could be a bicep curl, a hammer curl, um, this could be a hamstring curl, anything you want. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, upper body. So hamstring curl probably um, would not be included on the lower body or upper body exercise. Um, so, so some sort of auxiliary upper body exercise, not like a core exercise. And then you can do your BFR lower body. Here's your squat pattern again. Then you're going to do some sort of hip hinge again, um, single leg again, then core again. And then, um, but that's with BFR. So if you notice, it's high intensity. Then here's BFR upper body, BFR lower body. And then we finish the week with um, an upper body high intensity day. Again, push, mobility, stability drill, pull pattern, push pattern, auxiliary. So that kind of gives you a template of how you can write out your workouts. Um, and when you're using, this is a like a week. So this would be, something short, kind of what we would call like a microcycle. Um, and then you take microcycles, well, you really take training days. Training days become microcycles. Microcycles become mesocycles, which is like four to six weeks. And then you make up multiple mesocycles into uh, macrocycles or larger, like eight, 12, up to a year, typically, um, type of cycles. So that kind of gives you a, a layout and then um, here's kind of a, another way. This is three to four days per week, but with a BFR finisher. And so instead of having a full, a full day of BFR, what you do is you do your high-intensity exercises, and then you finish with a BFR or with two BFR exercises, typically one or, or two, depending on what you want to do. Um, these are auxiliary exercises to what you've already done. So you don't repeat the BFR exercise, what you did 
in, with high intensity training, you want to do something um, that's supplemental. So here, um, you know, we did a hip hinge, we did a push, we did a hip hinge again, um, a push, and then here we're going to go like extensions. And then um, here we might do, uh, it's a hinge push. You know, we could do, um, we could do like a, uh, um, a tricep press down, or we could do a tricep um, skull crusher, something like that. Same thing here, you have a squat pull, and then at the end, you're gonna incorporate some sort of BFR work at the end, last two exercises, what we call finishers. Hopefully that makes sense. Feel free to download that and uh, play around with that. Um, but again, day A, B, C, D, there's a four-day split. If you only wanted a three-day split, you could take one of the days out. And probably, depending on what you want to do, as long as you have one high-intensity day here and there, you could do two, two lower-intensity uh, BFR, um, or you could do two days of high-intensity and one day of BFR. just kind of depends on what you want to do, what you're trying to accomplish. So anyway, I hope that helps. Um, Uh, let's see if there's any questions. Okay. All right. So if there's no questions, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. And um, I hope that helps with uh, at least starting to think about your programming. Now, of course, if you need any help with programming, I'm available. Otherwise, I will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye for now. You are listening to the BFR University Podcast with your host, Dr. Ed LaCara. BFR University is dedicated to helping people learn safe and effective ways to implement blood flow restriction training into their lives. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ed LaCara.